0: Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Well, that was the perfect song. That was the perfect song for this morning. Um, oh, man. Wow. What an honor it is to, to um, share with you today. You know, I... Um, it's really funny, actually. This song is just one of those songs that got to me. The second that I, I got it, you know, I heard it the first time, you know. It reminds me of the song that completely shattered my heart. At least, well, the heart, you know, that I thought I had. I didn't really have a heart then either. But <laughs> um, the very first time I went to church, the very first song was talking about the fact that God just loves us no matter how we are. How broken we are, you know. And this song really gets into it, how he chases after us, how he doesn't stop. His love is there for us no matter what. And it's, that's, that's what I never understood from a religious background. Right. And that's the message that I never got. And that's why I never had a relationship with God. And that's why this song is so powerful. And you know what? It's really funny because Lewis was right behind me. And he's screaming it out. He's, he's singing. He's a worshipper. He's a hard worshipper. Yeah. And so I, I, I just got to be fired up even more this morning. So I just love that. And so that was just such a good choice. I don't know who made that choice, but I love it. And and so it's good. So today, well, later today, we're hearing from from our very own Camel and Rick, and they've got something really special to share about. And um, and so I figured I would kind of dig into it and. Uh, and get us started here today this, for for, this, for men, because you know what? Um, I've been testing on a couple things lately, and of course, as I was reading their notes and as I was reading the scriptures, I'm like, <laughs> no wonder I got asked to share today. <laughs> I'm like, because of course, I got to get slapped in the face by the word too, you know? And you know what the other thing is that's super cool about speaking and actually getting to share with you? I actually have to open my Bible. Right? That's the thing. And sometimes this season that can be a little hard to do. Right. And so um, I I always read the word, but the physical Bible is something that I, you know, I'm used to my phone a lot. And so when I when I actually get ready to speak, I always open my actual physical Bible, and it's amazing. And so, of course, I'm flipping to my original Bible. And this is something that does not happen on U version, by the way, but I actually opened up to the wrong book. And I started studying the wrong book in the Bible. (laughs) I was supposed to go to Ecclesiastes 2 to 4. Well, I actually went to Proverbs 2 to 4. And interestingly enough, it was exactly what I needed that moment. And it was exactly complementary to what we are studying today. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? And that's the beautiful thing about a physical Bible. And so I brought it today. This is the Bible that my parents got me for Christmas, actually, funny enough. I asked them for a new Bible that I could carry around and that I could keep, that had a leather out, uh, you know, so it could stay in good shape, not just a paper copy. Um, but Proverbs 2 speaks about obtaining wisdom for moral benefit, right? I was like, okay. Proverbs 3 talks about the well-being of having wisdom, and Proverbs 4 reminds us to go after wisdom at all costs. And so, I thought that was super cool. And the common theme in these three Proverbs is that seeking wisdom is key to success in every area of our lives. And without it, we perish. (laughs) And I can speak to that. (laughs) Oh man, many times in my life I made hasty choices. And to be honest, a lot of it, just I just did not think things through, right? Um, I did not look at the sacrifices versus the benefits. I did not look at my current goals and where that decision would fit in, right? Where the results would fit in, right? And at times I thought about a business idea or like a business sales model that I wanted to work in to go through the whole course, smash that out, ace it, get that done, only to find out that once I'm in the field or going into the field, that I absolutely hate what I have to do. Right? Because I did not think about the daily activities and the daily sacrifices that I would have to do. And so had I sat down and sought God first on my decision and actually wrote down pros and cons. right? Because, I mean, you can ask God all you want, but you need to do the work too, right? And so if you actually go down and you write down your pros and cons, you would have said, okay, well, here's the pros. Well, I can make a lot of money. I've got all these, you know, all these things that I can do with it. But these are the cons. And sometimes there's non-negotiables. There's things, there's baggage that you don't want to take, right? And these are the things I do. The same thing with dating. I say this, I look at this girl, I say, there's pros there, but there's this con and I can't get past this con. So therefore, that's not going to work. But you need to do that with all your decisions as well in life. And you know what? I would have realized if I would have done that, that it would have been a better fit. And if it's not, then no. And I wasted so much time, money and resources on all these experiences, but in the end, I'm grateful that God is merciful and that he loves me, and even though I have many flaws, I do not regret these experiences. And I was talking to someone exactly from this week, this week, and she was being hard on herself, and she's in this church here, and she said, Vince, I tried something, and it didn't work out, and I was let go from my work, and she's like, I kinda don't wanna make another mistake like that. And I looked at her, and I was like, a mistake? A mistake? You, you branched out in a complete different industry, in a completely different job. And you got a new experience, and it's building your character, right? It's, it's an experience that you cannot take back. And I'm so grateful for the different opportunities I've been given. And I'm like, and you should treat this as, as an opportunity and a feeling forward moment. Where you are learning from this and where it's building you up, and that's why it's so important to take these opportunities and run with it. And So I don't regret any of it. I look at it as the, the Vincent Peroni's own college, you know, his own college fund is what I did, you know, with it, right? And that's after I went to university and college for four years. I guess I just didn't get enough learning. <laughs> oh, man, I'm no, I don't know if any of you can relate to this at all. All right. Well, point one for you guys here. Using wisdom when making decisions is success to, is key to success. Using wisdom when making decisions is key to success. And so now in every decision, whether small or large, and I learned this a while ago, and I probably said it to you guys before, but I'm going to repeat it because we always have a new audience sometimes. Um, okay, let's be real here. Almost always I ask these two questions. This week I had a moment. I had a moment. I was like, "Hey, I gave up going to Tofino, and I had a lot of things to take care of at home here and at the church." And I had a weak moment. You know, my bike doesn't run too good, and you know, there's a fuel tuner that came online that was used, and I was like, "Bought." I didn't even think about it. I didn't. Even, I, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I just went for it. And I was like, "Oh, uh, looking at the money." I'm like, "That was kind of not the wisest decision to make, right?" Because these are two questions that I always ask. One: Is it good? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, like a fuel tuner for the bike like of course that's good right like we're gonna have so much fun it's gonna run so good it's gonna pay for itself because the you know the fuel is gonna be more economical right it's gonna run great right but is it wise oh well you know right now you know <laughs> right like right now i'm saving to go to my grandma i'm saving to go out east I've got a budget to keep to and I've got extra parts that came with a bike that I've that's for sale, but they haven't sold yet. So I shouldn't have bought it right now, but I did because it was a good deal and I can sell myself and anybody on, on, on my decision, right? But it's not wise. So question one, is it good? Two, is it, is it wise? Based on your past, based on your current situation and based on your goals for the future, is it wise for you to do that? And so, as man, I would challenge you to actually ask those two questions for every single decision that you make, whether small or big. Right? Because that's wisdom. And I, uh, you know, it's funny because God, in the end, blessed me this week financially where it paid for that extra. It actually did. It totally paid for that extra expense. And... Um, you know, and so he, he loves me, he, and he is really forgiving. And, um, and so even though that's a moment where I had to reflect on that, and as I was writing this, I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so Proverbs 2, 7 and 9 says, He holds success in store for the upright, and he is a shield to those whose, whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair every good path. Success, which is another blank for you, comes to those that seek wisdom, right? And again, if I keep making these decisions, I won't have success because I'll always be broke, right? It's just reality. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Even though it's not easy, I choose to trust the Lord, and here is the kicker. And his timing, too. That's the hard part, right? That's the hard part. Now Proverbs 3:13 to 14 says, "Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable, so she talking about wisdom, is more profitable than silver, and yields better returns than gold." Right? So again, the next blank here is wisdom is very valuable. Right. And when we go to Ecclesiastes here, two to four, today we're going to focus on number two. I'm going to talk a little bit about four, but Solomon here is uh, talking about the meaning of life. Right. And he's talking about, like, Solomon had it all. He asked for wisdom first. You know, he had a wealth that would be in the trillions in today's, you know, time. And so he, you know, Just, you know, so thinking about you could buy anything, you could build anything, you could own anything, you could do anything, you could absolutely do everything you want. And in the end, he said it's all meaningless. And so let's dig into Ecclesiastes number two and let's read that whole chapter together. Yeah, so Ecclesiastes two, like the title of that, you know, Part of it is pleasures are meaningless, and that's what it is about that um, that chapter. And I really like how you tied it in, um, James, because that's that's exactly it, you know. And Ray talked about it really good too. Um, Ecclesiastes two ten and eleven in the NLT says, "Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. I even found great pleasure and hard work, a reward for all my labors. But as I looked at everything I would worked so hard to accomplish, uh, it was so meaningless." And like chasing the wind, there was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. And so no matter what you do in this world, nothing really matters except doing the work of the Lord. And that's what I've come to realize. And I will say, I'm bullheaded. I'm stubborn. And I've been very selfish. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, we all need to go and work for the church. That's not what I'm saying at all. Actually serving the Lord comes in many different ways and we're all given different gifts and different skills. And and for us men, we need to work. It's good for us to work because we always hear, you know, idle hands is is a devil's playground. Well, yeah, it is Satan's playground. When you're doing nothing, and I can relate to that, if I'm bored, right, it is bad, okay? Like whatever the battle was, if I'm bored, that battle is intensified, and I'm not talking about flesh and blood, but I'm talking about the principalities and the enemy comes at me. And so I have to watch myself. I don't wanna burn myself out at the same time, but I need, to be, I need to be occupied. I need to stay busy in a good way. And so at the end of the day, no matter what work we're called to do, because we all have a different calling on our lives, we need to make sure that we use it to glorify God and to bring people closer to Jesus. And I feel I do that. Yesterday, I was reminded again at work. I don't love my work, by the way. I don't love it. This one guy says, where do you get all your energy? And I just looked at him and I said, Jesus, as I walk away. Right? And he's like, oh, you know what I mean? And that's in the middle of the restaurant, in the middle of the bar. And I'm like, no, you know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus, I don't care who hears it. It's awesome, okay? Right? Okay, so Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man. Colossians 3.17, again, the back to up some more. He says, Whatever you do in 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 word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I need to work on the word part a little bit. Uh, Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. In Matthew six thirty three, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added on to you. Talking about your desires of your heart. Okay. Of course, that's, you know, based on God, what he wants for you too. Um 4, uh, four, twelve to sixteen, that's such a like a word, um, you know, it just it's it's hard to put out there all the time. Message version says, a poor child with some wisdom is better off than an old, but foolish king who doesn't know which end is up. And obviously he's talking about himself here in this in this in this in this scripture. But I saw you a youth just like this, start with nothing and go from rags to riches. and and I saw everyone rally to the rule of this young successor to the king. Even so, the excitement died quickly. The throngs of the people soon lost interest. Can't you see it's only smoke and spitting into the wind? <laughs> so we can try to fill our lives with worldly success all we want, but at the end of the day, only God himself can fill that God-shaped void. The pursuit of earthly goals and ambitions apart from God will only lead to dissatisfaction and frustration and we will be left empty and in despair. And every time I've chased after money, when God wasn't in it, I've crashed, fallen, and burned. And years ago, I learned this lesson, but I sometimes forget I need the reminder. And like I said, that's why I was asked to share this morning. <laughs> Point number three, fear the Lord and include him in everything. You lay your hands to. Ecclesiastes 12, 13 finishes like this. And that's the end of that that whole book is now as now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of this matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the duty of all mankind. So at the end of it all, Solomon shares that it comes down to this. Nothing matters except fearing the Lord. Now I'm not speaking about like fear, like fear, you know, like what we went through last three years. Uh, Well, not me, but people did. Um, You know, It's about having a reverent awe of his holiness and to give him complete reverence and honor to him as God in great glory, his majesty, his purity, and his power. Right? That's what it's all about. And so what's the point of life? To revere, to revere, that's your blank, God and to do life with him. To invite him in everything we do, which I admit I need to work on sometimes. I get too busy sometimes. I don't invite him in what I'm doing. And he does care. Yes, he does care to be invited when you're cleaning your house. Yes, he does care when you're driving from place to place. Yes, he does care about being there when you're putting your shoes on for the day. You know what I mean? And that's always something that I need to, it's attention to manage for me, right? Always. And so what is our purpose? Our purpose is to live life with Jesus on this earth, and as we work and have new experiences with the Lord, then we will find our purpose with God in serving others. And the back that up, 1 Peter 4.10 says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And our takeaway today is don't focus your life on earthly goals. Don't focus your life on earthly goals, but rather kingdom goals. Thank you, gentlemen. I hope we enjoyed that. I will admit I did not get a lot of sleep last night. I was writing this last night and I hit a block at the end. I was like, I don't know how to tie this in. And you know, I just had that kind of discernment just to go to bed. (laughs) Pray about it, go to bed. That didn't work so well, but I went to bed. And I got up this morning and I was able to tie it in together. And I really hope that you enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure sharing with you this morning. And, uh, and now it's time to worship. Woohoo! Thank you for tuning in today. And thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.